Jake here. Thank you for taking a trip to the past with me. The original podcast version of The Americans will be released weekly, but if you don't want to wait, then go to jakebible.substack.com and become a paid subscriber. You'll receive access to all of The Americans as well as early release novels, audiobooks, and other exclusive extras. That's jakebible.substack.com. Now enjoy the original podcast production of The Americans. Cheers. Warning. This podcast reading is for mature audiences only. You will not be warned again. Welcome to the podcast reading of Jake Bible's The Americans, book two in the Dead Mech Apex Trilogy. The Americans is a sidequel to Dead Mech, meaning it takes place simultaneously with book one. You can listen to this novel first or start with Dead Mech. Go to jakebible.com for more information on this podcast, Dead Mech, and other fiction by Jake Bible. Enjoy. Chapter 21 Zverev stood at the edge of the massive hole in the floor created by Beth's dense B.C. bubble and glared. Are you saying no one was able to get a shot off? No, sir. That isn't what I'm saying at all, one of the guards countered. I I'm saying we hit them several times, but they were in some type of shield. I've never seen anything like it. Zverev moved closer to the hole and pointed below. What about the containment area? Has it been compromised? Have any of those things gotten out? The guard leaned over for a better look, and Zverev gave him a shove, sending the guard flailing and screaming as he fell. The impact could be heard from above, and Zverev shone his halogen down for a better look. When none of the creatures pounced on the fresh meat, he looked over at the remaining guards. Did any get out? No, sir, a new guard answered, taking a step back. All, all creatures are accounted for. Uh, however... Spit it out, Zverev growled, pulling his sidearm. Sector 17 has been breached. Men were dispatched to deal with it, and the few survivors... Few survivors? Zverev asked. The guard watched the sidearm carefully. Yes, sir. The intruders seem to be highly trained. They have killed nearly everyone we have sent at them. But as I was saying, they, they report that the intruders are attempting to remove one of the creatures from the facility. They have it strapped to a gurney. The man visibly flinched when he finished. I'm not going to shoot you, Zverev said. Where are they now? Surveillance is limited due to the destruction that sector has sustained, but we believe them to still be in 17. Good. Purge the level. Prepare fire suppression teams so it doesn't spread to other levels, but make sure those fucking girls are found and killed, Zverev growled. If they aren't, he made sure to catch the eye of each guard standing before him. You will be. Where are they? Billy asked, pacing the BTT's cabin. Sit down, William, Alex moaned. You're making me nauseous with all that pacing. Sorry, Billy said, pouring a large tumbler of whiskey and downing it in two gulps. It's just driving me nuts not knowing if they're alive or not. Yes, it is frustrating, Alex said, but there's nothing we can do. I'm in no shape to help. You are a ghost, but your special talent is vehicle design, not combat. We know what happened last time you tried to push that point. 
Alex ignored Billy's glare at the remark. And we certainly can't just start firing into the shop, A, because we don't know where they are and we could kill them, and B, the shop has, well, certain items that don't get along with explosives. So we just sit here and wait? Billy whined. Yes, if you will actually sit the fuck down, Alex groaned. A series of clicking noises issued from the floor, and Beth and Melissa looked at each other immediately. You heard that, right? Melissa asked. Yes, Beth answered as they each looked down to see small holes opening, spaced three centimeters apart. That's a lot of holes, Melissa said. Might be time for another Beth bubble? Except we don't know what is going to come out of those holes, Beth exclaimed. Making a bubble that can stand impacts is one thing, but what if it's acid that can eat through BC or, or heat that would cook us up? Jesus, you're all optimistic, Melissa sniped. She looked about them, seeing the lift doors. I might be able to override the code and get us in there. I'm guessing the lift won't be affected by whatever is coming. Melissa stepped to the code panel and placed her right hand over it, trying to read the BC components that made up the mechanism. She shook her head back and forth quickly as she concentrated. Within seconds, there were a series of bangs and the lift doors partially slid open, just enough for the girls to squeeze through, but not enough for the gurney to fit. The clicking from the floor stopped. Fuck, Melissa cursed. We're going to have to take her off the table. You take her off the table, Beth shouted. She's your aunt. Shut the fuck up, freak. Help me get her off the table. Melt that BC into a helmet or something so she can't bite us and we'll shove her in the fucking lift. Beth grimaced, but focused on the BC, making it separate from the table, fully encapsulating Heather's head. Beth released Heather's arms and legs, and Melissa used her blades to cut the straps that still had her in place. Heather immediately reached for the girls, trying to claw at their faces, but Beth gave her a shove and a kick into the lift, and they dashed after her, Melissa shutting the doors after them. What was once Dr. Stillig, but now something much different, continued to thrash about, stopping suddenly when the hallway began to fill with gas. The thing choked and gagged on the mist that grew thick from the floor to ceiling. The creature's ears heard one last click and was then engulfed in flames that quickly reached well above 500 degrees Celsius. Within seconds, the former Dr. Stillig's body was reduced to fine ash. Even through the shielded doors of the lift, the intense heat could be felt from the other side. Okay, now get the lift moving, Beth said, wrapping BC coils around Heather's body, trying to keep her from attacking them both. Not quite so easy, Melissa complained, trying to get a feel for the lift controls. The door mechanisms were right there, fairly easy to override, but the lift drives are locked down in a whole other part of the building. Melissa looked apologetically at Beth. I'm sorry, but I'm too new at this. I, I don't know how to make us move. Fuck! Fuck, fuck! Beth swore, and Heather's growls grew louder. Beth eyed the tr transformed ghost and smiled. I bet I know who does. Call Styles again. Shit, girls! What the fuck is going on down there? Styles answered the calm. I just saw a temperature spike that could cook the yellow right out of the sun. Styles, shut up! Melissa barked. Please tell me you have Alex on board. Got him in the back. He's pretty fucked up, but conscious. Put him on the comm. We need his royal privilege. Styles transferred the comm signal to open speaker in the cabin and leaned back, shouting through the open cockpit door. Melissa's on the comm. You're a go. Billy looked puzzled. Who's a go? 
Alex is, you moron. Why the fuck would I want to talk to your scabbed out ass? Melissa shouted, continuing before Billy could respond. Listen, Alex, we're stuck in, in lift. I don't know. It looks like, uh, what is that? Sexter 17? I need your royal override code to get this thing moving and out of this motherfucking hellhole. Um, I haven't been given the code in years, Alex stated. I couldn't even guess. They probably change it daily. I doubt Nat has the attention span to memorize a new one each day, Billy offered. What would she want it to be? Alex thought for a moment, trying to figure out his sister's warped mind. Don't have all fucking day, Al, Melissa screamed. Code me the fuck now. Hold on, Alex shouted, regretting the force he used. Ow. <clears throat> Try 132-89955. There was brief silence on the comm. Wrong one! Hit me again! Okay, um, let's see, Alex mumbled. Try 132-89554. That's almost the same number. Just try it! Silence. No, give me another! Hmm. No, oh, she wouldn't be that stupid, Alex mused. Try 132-88231. What's with the one three two eights? Inside family stuff, don't ask. Billy and Alex waited. That's it! We're moving! Okay, put the same code in again, Alex said. That will keep Zavera from trying an override until you get to the top floor. Watch your asses. They'll be waiting. Sir, we have a lift coming up from Sector 17, a guard shouted. Zverev, donning his own combat armor, rushed to the closest control panel. Shit, I'm locked out. How did they do that? He grabbed up his auto rifle and stormed from the equipment room. I want all available guards on the main lift doors now. Ground floor. Weapons hot and kill on sight in effect. The man shoved past confused guards and fleeing techs, his eyes narrowed to slits, a murderous growl in his throat. What's the plan, BC wizard? Melissa asked Beth, shoving Heather into a corner for the fourth time as the crazed woman tried to slam into her again and again. Plan? Beth asked. I don't have a plan. You're the one with the training, not me. Great, Melissa grumbled, grabbing Heather by the shoulders and tossing her to the floor. Maybe we can sick Heather on them. Beth thought for a moment. That's not a bad idea. They won't know what to do with her. It'll be chaos. Plus, she apparently can't be killed. I was fucking joking, Melissa snarled. And I'm not, Beth said sternly. I'll tether her to me so she can't get away. We can take all the BC off except for the head and let her loose. I'm guessing if any of them know what she is, they'll keep a wide berth or try to shoot her in the head, which we both know is useless. Melissa grumbled under her breath for a moment while Beth just stood there staring at her. Fine. Melissa finally relented as they were only one floor away, mere seconds from the door opening. Beth focused and loosened the BC restraining Heather's body, ready to let her free as soon as the lift doors slid apart. I'm getting behind you both since I don't have a fancy suit like yours, Beth said. Melissa looked at Beth's clothes, seeming to notice them for the first time. Oh, shit, sorry about that, Melissa apologized. Freak. Beth smiled, and the two girls braced themselves for the unknown onslaught. 
The lift doors slid apart, and the small window of opportunity the guards had to launch rockets, throw flames, and shoot bullets was lost as they all looked in terror at the bloody, foaming, enraged Heather rushing towards them, arms free, hands like claws, and the most inhuman screech any of them had ever heard emanating from out of her mouth. "'What are you looking at?' Zverev screamed at them. "'Fire!' But it was too late as Heather hit the first wall of guards, her nails ripping into armor, shredding it like cotton bedclothes. Men and women screamed in agony as their flesh was flayed off their chests, arm, legs, throats, anywhere Heather could expose skin. No one even paid attention to Melissa and Beth exiting the lift until they joined in the fight. Beth brought BC to her, mentally pulling pistols, rifles, knives, batons right out of the guards' grasps. The BC began to spin about her, creating a whirlwind of metal, protecting her from the few guards that did focus on her and pummeling those that were in her way. Blades extended in her own rage building as she watched Heather mutilate guard after guard while still taking a beating. Melissa roared at the guards in front of her, making many stop to assess whether she was another like Heather or not. In their hesitation, Melissa relieved them of limbs, guts, and heads, her BC blades sharp enough to cut through the strongest of protective gear. Beth felt one, then two bullets whizzed by her head, the latter taking a piece of her ear with it. She fell to the floor, her concentration drawn from the BC, the whirlwind collapsing quickly. She put her arms over her head and covered herself as the weapons fell on top of her. "'Just a fucking girl!' Zverev shouted, yanking Beth up and onto her feet, his rifle pointed at her chest. "'A fucking dead girl!' He squeezed the trigger, but was a moment too late, his shot going wild as several of his guards slammed into him, panic in their voices, as they tried to escape what was coming at them. Heather, free of all B.C. now that Beth's focus was lost, stood before Zverev, chunks of flesh and sinew hanging from her open mouth. The man had only a second to look about him at the eviscerated bodies covering the floor before Heather leapt. He tried to protect himself, bringing his rifle in front of him, but was only able to block two swipes before she overpowered him, bringing him to the floor with the others. Heather's growls and snarls were muffled by the wetness of Zverev's blood as she ripped his throat open, drinking the hot liquid with an unquenchable thirst. He tried to scream, but only a pitiful wet gurgle escaped his lips, then nothing as Heather tore into his voice box. Come on, Melissa cried, helping Beth to her feet. Get control of her and let's get the fuck out of here. Beth pushed what she was seeing to the back of her brain, not letting the gruesome image before her shock her into inaction. BC shot out from everywhere, wrapping Heather about the legs and torso, pinning her arms to her sides. Beth didn't have the focus to cover Heather's head properly, but she created a brace that kept the snarling woman's neck rigid, limiting the reach of those deadly teeth. A massive explosion nearly caused Beth to lose control once again, but she held on, keeping Heather immobilized. What? Beth exclaimed, but quickly knew the answer when she saw Melissa toss the rocket launcher aside, the front entrance now a gaping hole, their way out. Holy shit! Stiles yelled, lowering the lift cage the second he saw the front of the shop burst outward in a shower of concrete and metal. Here they come! Stiles gasped at what he saw. It wasn't the sight of Melissa and Beth that surprised him, even though he didn't quite understand why Heather was wrapped up and being pulled along by both girls. It was the sight of what was coming after them that shocked him. Fuck me, what the hell are those things? Below the BTT, Melissa and Beth fought and struggled to get Heather to the descending lift cage. The struggle made doubly hard as they saw what used to be guards, now bloodthirsty creatures, scrambling over debris and corpses that hadn't changed yet just to get at them. 
The girls made it to the cage, and Stiles watched as Beth yanked open the door and shoved Heather inside, somehow getting the BC of the cage to meld with the BC that held Heather. Come on! Stiles could see her mouth to Melissa, who was having her own struggle as two severely messed up guards closed on her. Blades extended, Melissa gutted one and decapitated the other before returning her attention to the first and ramming a blade through the thing's forehead. Are you seeing this? Stiles shouted, activating a hollow of the scene in the cabin. What the holy fuck is going on? Jesus Christ, Billy called out. Get them the fuck out of there! The moment Melissa was inside the cage, Stiles brought the thing up as fast as he could. Three of the creatures leapt at it, one able to grab on and keep hold as the cage lifted towards the BTT. Melissa stabbed the thrashing monstrosity over and over until finally piercing its skull. The creature fell, its body impacting below, exploding in a mass of guts, blood, and bone. The lift cage had barely been secured and the bottom hatch closed before Stiles hit the thrust, sending the BTT flying through the sky and away from the hellish scene. Hang on! Stiles yelled over the calm, but everyone already had, their bodies braced against the sudden acceleration. been listening to the podcast reading of Jake Bible's The Americans. This novel and recording are protected under whatever latest, greatest Creative Commons license is out there currently. Share this all you want. Just don't even try to make a buck off it without the express permission of the author, me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, please go to jakebible.com. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the re-release of the original podcast production of The Americans. Don't want to wait each week for a new episode? Go to jakebible.substack.com and become a paid subscriber. Want more audiobooks? Go to jakebible.com for info and access to dozens of Jake Bible fiction audiobooks and ebooks. Cheers.